Welcome to ESCA's Washington Corner podcast. This podcast is a place where ESCA members can hear about the latest developments in Washington, D.C. on the policy issues impacting the SESOP community and learn more about ESCA's efforts to preserve, protect, and promote the SESOP structure on Capitol Hill and with the Trump administration. Now, here's ESCA's founder and president, Stephanie Silverman, with an update on the latest happenings on tax reform. Good morning from Washington. Today is Monday, December 4th, and we want to give our members a little update about what's happening on tax legislation, um, which seems to be hurtling toward completion in spite of the fact that not many members of Congress actually know what are in these various tax bills. Um, The latest news is that the Senate passed its tax bill uh, in the early morning hours Saturday, this past weekend with a one-vote margin of error. The only abstention from the Senate bill um, among Republicans who voted to pass it was Senator Bob Corker, who objected to the bill's uh, potentially adverse impact on the deficit. Other senators were brought along to support the package with a long list of small uh, and large changes made to the bill at the 11th hour. Many of those changes created enormous divides between the final House bill which was passed a little more than a week ago, and the final Senate bill, which just came out a few days ago. And as some of us got to see, some of the changes that were made at the last moment in the Senate were actually handwritten into the margins of the Senate bill as the bill was being debated and not made available to um, a number of Democrats who were asked to vote for the bill only hours before the bill was finally put to a final vote. The changes that the ESOP community cares about most Um, are largely not adverse to ESOPs. So the best possible news for S-Corporation ESOPs is that uh, there was no change made in either the Senate version of the bill or the House version of the bill to the ESOP structure or to other key issues that affect the sustainability of S-Corporation ESOPs. Um, But there were major changes made to corporate tax rates affecting S-Corporations. And those are things that our ESOP companies, which are not 100% ESOP owned, should be watching over the next few days. So what's going to happen between now and the end of the calendar year, we believe, is that the House and Senate will conference the difference in their two tax bills and have to come up with a common version that each can take back to their respective chambers for a final vote. There's a real question about how that's going to happen. There are tremendous differences between what the House what the House has passed and what the Senate has passed. And just as importantly, the Senate has rules about the structure of the bill that don't apply to the House bill, but that could affect the change of the overall text of the bill. But let's talk about just a few of the differences between the House and the Senate bills and understand what companies are watching in the last few weeks of this tax debate. First of all, there was a dramatic reduction in tax rates that are applying to C-corporations. So um, while that doesn't impact S-Corporation ESOPs, it does affect the tenor of enthusiasm for the tax bill overall. C-Corporations generally were viewed to be getting a big break in this tax bill. The original idea for the tax bill was to be able to lower U.S. corporate tax rates and to make the United States more competitive with other international markets. But one thing that came up in the very last moments of modifying the Senate tax bill is a real sticking point for C-corporations. And that's the question of whether C-corporations are going to have to start paying the alternative minimum tax, something that most Republican members had wanted to get rid of for individuals as well as not create anew for C-corporations. 
it was by all accounts a way to um, raise some revenue um, by undercutting some of the um, deductions that, that C corporations at lower tax rates would get. And so there's a big fight brewing among many C corporations and tax writers in Washington right now about whether or not that C corporation AMT will survive or not. If it does not survive, the bill is likely to have more support from the broad corporate community. If the C corporation AMT is included, um, then what will happen is the corporate community will break into factions and some will support the bill and others will not and that will create some hindrances to the prospects of overall passage. For S corporations, again, there are changes that were made in both the House and Senate bills and this is an area where the House and Senate bills may differ the most. Um, Subchapter S companies are um, in the House bill taxed at a pass-through rate. That new rate, which would apply to pass-throughs, is 25%. And that 25% rate um, is higher than the C-Corporation rate, but there are other benefits that would redound to subchapter S businesses in the House bill. And for the most part, the S-Corporation community has been happy with the House version of S-Corporation taxation in the tax package. In the Senate, it's a different story. Um, there are um, a lot of very technical approaches in the Senate bill, um, but what they boil down to are the following facts. First, there is no lower rate for pass-through businesses in the Senate bill. In the Senate bill, the um, S-Corporation taxes would be the same as they always have been in as much as they're paid by the individuals. Also in the Senate bill, there is a new provision that allows for um, a deduction to be uh, given to certain owners of S corporations, uh, individuals um, who have family income of under $500,000, it's reportable, um, and those individuals would be able to deduct 23% of the company's revenues from their own personal taxes, but that doesn't apply for um, S corporation owners at higher levels of income nor does it apply to trusts. And that's a big question for a number of the S-Corporation ESOPs that are not 100% ESOP owned. The deduction, as currently written in the Senate bill, isn't available to trusts, and that's something that's gonna have to be discussed um, at greater length over the next few weeks because there are many family-owned S-Corporations that um, enable their families to own the company through a trust. So that's a huge sticking point, and we're going to have to see whether or not the House and the Senate can reconcile their differences. Um, the question about when those differences get reconciled is also unclear. There's a lot of things going on uh, this month in Washington. One small fact is that the federal government runs out of funding on Friday, December 8th. Um, and that's um, a little Washington sarcasm because it's no small fact to see a government run out of money. They're going to have to... Um, extend what's called the continuing resolution to keep the government funded. Most people expect a two-week extension, and that's all. Um, there are too many other political divides between members of the House and the Senate, Republicans and Democrats, and within the Republican Party to come to an agreement on a longer funding package. Um, there are also a lot of other nits and nats that are major issues. Um, for Congress to deal with before the end of this year, including what to do about the president's um, uh, pr proclamation on DREAMers, um, what to do about children's health insurance, and a number of other 
important policy measures. That's going to keep the congressional calendar really busy and make it even harder for members of Congress to wrap up action on the tax bill. And yet, most members of Congress we've talked to are saying that they believe that they will complete action on tax legislation by December 22nd. Um, so uh, while that is a, going to be an extraordinary feat if it can be accomplished in this town where things have been moving at light speed and tax legislation has been written by hand in the margins of draft documents on the Senate floor, we guess that anything could happen. Um, odds are right now that there will be final tax legislation between now um, and December 22nd, but it's going to require everything Congress has to get it over the line. Of course, um, Congress and the administration are distracted by other things beyond the uh, tax legislative horizon, things like the Russia uh, Mueller investigation, things like the Alabama Senate race, which um, as of this morning was about a two or three percent difference between um, Republican candidate Roy Moore, uh, who has claimed that he will not vote with Senate Republican leadership if he comes to Washington, and um, Democrat candidate Doug Jones, who almost certainly will not vote with Senate Republican leadership if he comes to Washington. That's another good reason that members of Congress would like to see their tax legislation wrapped up because they certainly don't want to take a risk that they're going to have an unknown candidate or an unknown new senator coming in and mucking up the works. But we're going to keep you posted over the next few weeks because a lot's about to happen. So that's our podcast from Washington. Thank you for joining ESCA's Washington Corner podcast. Please do not forget to register for ESCA's 2018 Leadership Summit, which will take place in Naples, Florida from February 21st to February 23rd. Registration is now open and you can register online at esca.us under the events tab. Again, we hope to see you in Florida for ESCA's 2018 Leadership Summit from February 21st to February 23rd. If you have any questions about registration, please don't hesitate to contact the ESCA team at Annalisa Johnson, a Johnson at benchstrategies.com.